Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Creating Ministry. It's Sam Kane here, as always, recording on a Tuesday, because that's when I record. That's all. Anyways, hi, welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry, a podcast about navigating preteen ministry. I am so glad you are here. Um, if you listened to my nugget two weeks ago, um, and maybe my nugget this week, I don't know. Nuggets, if you haven't caught on, are a little more spitfire and in the wind than um, these full episodes. Um, but I've been focusing on uh, parent partnership. I've done, I did two or three podcasts on partnering with parents before, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and partnering with parents is, is something that's really, really been tugging at me recently. I'm actually in two classes um, at college because I've not graduated yet. Hopefully by the end of this semester, I'll be done. But anyways, I'm in two classes right now and they're focusing on partnering with parents and, and family in the Bible. And so um, I'm really just like diving into what it looks like to partner with parents and why it's so important because it really, really is. Um, and one of the books I'm reading for the class is Partnering uh, with Parents in Youth Ministry. And so looking into that, um, there's just a ton to pull out. And so for the next one or two, um, this first one, recording now my next one i'll actually be recording live at uh, kids matter megacon um kidman megacon over in nashville so if you're going to be there um you'll be listening to this the day after i record it and then the next week you'll uh, you'll get to catch me live there if you wanted to um know what that was like if you are going to be there uh, i hope i saw you or will see you by the end of the day um so come and find me that's all but anyways, jumping in, before we really dive in, um, the shout-out is going to go to Partnering with Parents and Youth Ministry, right? Um, it, yeah, it's, it's just it's all about creating a family-based youth ministry, the importance of it, how to do it. It's got a ton of good information. Um, and when I say, like, it's, it's actually a good book, like, I have read so many books in my college career, right? I'm literally, my major is Youth and Family Ministry, so I get all of these books and this has been one of the best, and I have read so many. Um, uh, the only downfall here is that this book was written in 2003, um, so uh, applying it to today is a little bit different, but I really want to dive into that today. So be sure to go check out um, Partnering with Parents in Youth Ministry. I've got the link down below in the uh, show notes if you want to go check those out. So we're going to just dive right in today, guys. Um, and one of the chapters talks about the pillars of partnering with parents. Um, so I really wanted to dive into what that looked like. Um, if you know what a pillar is, a pillar is for support. Um, so when I'm talking about these pillars with partnering with parents, I mean, what is your structure that's holding up your parent partnership? Um, and, and parent partnership can look so different from church to church, right? Some churches are like, yeah, I like, why are you talking about this? I partner with parents all the time parents aren't made volunteer based parents are you know all the time asking questions about kids and some are not um i i I think uh generally the bigger your church gets the harder it is to partner with parents right um if you have 20 kids in your ministry then you've got you know 20 sets of parents but if you have 200 kids you have 200 sets of parents so it's really um a broad spectrum but the the reality is we need to do our best to partner with parents if not, we are leaving an entire ministry opportunity behind. Um, I've got some really good statistics on that later um, that we're going to dive into. But first, guys, um, and I talked about this last week on our nugget, um, but the first pillar 
right? The first way you want to support your partnership with parents is through your communication, okay? Um, I talked about diverse communication, and I want to reiterate that, guys. Um, like, you know, this book, like I said, was written in 2003, where um, I was four, in case you're curious. I think we had email. Um, there wasn't social media. Uh, there wasn't even really texting. Um, yeah, like email and, and phone calls and newsletters, right? But today, you just name something and you can communicate to parents through it, um, right? You've got email, you've got text messaging, you can send out group texts, um, you can send out, uh, maybe your church has its own communication platform, uh, maybe you're on Facebook, uh, maybe you're on Instagram, maybe you're on TikTok, you've got a, I know a lot of moms on TikTok now, okay? You might be able to hit a uh, demographic there too if you really want to try, um, but the reality is there are so many ways that we can communicate. Um, and like I talked about last week, you're missing out uh, if you're not communicating all three ways, okay? Some parents will only have email. Some parents won't even read their email, okay? Um, and some will be on Facebook, right? And so, um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to hit those demographics and partner with parents, then communicating multiple ways is super good. I started something recently called Parent Chat um, where every Monday I upload like a short two-minute video um, I add a sprinkle of edits so it's not just a raw video, and I recap the week. I recap what we learned. I challenge parents on something they can do that week um, because I want parents to stay informed, and I want parents to um, stay connected with the ministry. And so it's short, and it's sweet, and it's to the point um, because they're scrolling on Facebook. And so when it goes on to Facebook, I want to be able to captivate their attention, give them a recap, and send them on their way. Just That's how social media works. Um, so diversifying your communication is super important. Number two is consistently communicate with them, okay? Um, don't just send once a month emails. Don't just send, you know, whatever. And of course, when you're doing this, make sure that you've got parents that want to receive these emails, okay? Some parents are finicky about receiving communication and don't want to receive an email a week. And so, you know, obviously having conversations and getting them interested and plugged in is, is super good. But uh, make sure you have people's consent before you just start uh, filling their inbox. So I send a parent email. I try and post to Facebook two to three times a week. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I will send a group text usually once a week. Uh, just constant communication. I mean, consistent communication weekly, same time, same day, so that if it is something, it is a resource that they are um, interested in, they know when to expect it, okay? Also, make sure your communications are detailed. Um, not lengthy, but detailed. I have a nasty, nasty habit of typing emails that are unnecessarily long. I love emails. I love emails, guys. I love emails. I don't know why I love typing emails, but I love typing emails. So, you know, I have a habit of typing long emails. So make sure your emails are detailed, but not too long. The parents what they need, but don't overdo it. Um, make sure you're communicating important information. Um, one of my biggest hiccups and struggles that I'm learning to correct um, is under-communicating events and stuff. I think I underestimate how much it needs to be said, repeated, how much time is needed, um, and, and whatnot. And so things I've, I've done to, to recap that is, is have little handout flyers right at the door of um, the ministry area each Sunday so that when parents come and get their kids, they can grab a flyer and see what's going on. It's like a four by six card. Usually it'll just be double-sided and it'll be like the two events coming up, right? So for us right now, it would be our fall family festival and then it would be Halloween that we're having at our church. 
Um, and I'm going to put those on a card and probably have them out this Sunday. Um, so, yeah, keeping important information and then have helpful information, right? We want to um, support our parents and give them information that they can build and grow with. So make sure your information is helpful and not unnecessary, kind of along with important. Um, number two, uh, when, when we're partnering with parents, the second pillar we want to focus on, the second support structure, is we want to encourage and equip our parents. So for this, I've got some questions for you guys to practically apply to your ministry um, and, and take into your ministry. And trust me, these are questions I also got down for myself, okay? Um, so first is what resources are you giving your parents to minister to their kids, okay? And, and your communication, your weekly emails, your weekly communication can and will be a resource if you use it correctly. Um, but are you are you sending them things? Do you have stuff ready? Um, something I've talked about before is I have a running list that I really need to work on. I haven't completed it, but it's a running list of parent resources um, for any kind of situation their kid is going to run into, from bullying to death in the family to uh, social anxiety to, to whatever. I have a hot list of it, and so I have like a podcast or an article. I have a book. I have resources for parents, right? What resources do you have for your parents, right? Uh, what are you doing to equip your parents? Uh, are you having meetings and seminars? Are you meeting with them? Are you building them up and encouraging them, right? Um, when I when I say this, uh, my 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 mind goes to, um, you know, are you giving positive information about their kids, right? Are you sharing their kids' wins? with them. Um, that's one of my favorite things that I've started doing is whenever a kid does something cool in worship, um, I will tell the parent or, or cool and the, like, you know, anything that they do that stands out, tell the parent. Um, and some of them are like, oh yeah, cool. And some of them are like really into it. And so just sharing those wins with families is really good, right? Um, just being able to communicate that. Um, share your stories, share your wins, equip and encourage these parents, okay? Because Guys, parenting is hard. I am not a parent. I don't even know the breadth of it, but um, I am in a uh, a you know a D group, a discipleship group with some dudes who are all parents, and just hearing the stories of just the struggles of parenting, right? That the desire to be a good parent, and also the the reality that we all cannot be perfect. Guys, parenting is hard, and so we need to be parents' number one cheerleader. Okay, uh, number three, are we getting them plugged in, right? Um, is there a way your families can serve, right? Um, whether in the ministry or in another ministry, um, for us, uh, you have to be in seventh grade to serve in our preschool, right? Our younger kids without a parent. But what that does is it creates an, an amazing opportunity. I've got some sixth graders now that want to start serving in the, in the preschool. And it's like, sorry, you can't serve without your mom or dad and so all of a sudden you've got these families serving together um, and getting plugged in together and guys let me just tell you i have not been in ministry for so long but i can tell you the families that are the uh the most strong in their faith are families that serve and families that serve together so serving families guys really are growing families. Um, and, and some of the research, like I said, um, that, that I was looking at, uh, Lifeway Research, which I'm going to link the article. It's actually a really cool article. Um, I think it's from 2019, so it is very recent. Um, but it's talking about uh, common themes about parents passing along their faith to their kids. Um, and one of them was um, 
was serving with them, right? Was was having a family that served and serving with them. That was one of the factors that really had such an impact. So, you know, parents who share their faith and, and pass their faith on to their kids, they're serving. And so getting them plugged in is important. Not only that, but I've talked about this before too, but you know, like what, what support groups are you having for your parents to get plugged in? What way can they plug in if they're struggling, right? And, and that's the last one, um, guys, is number four, pillar number four to support your parent outreach is to keep them engaged, okay? Keep engaging them. Keep them, um, you know, give them what they need, okay? Reach out constantly. Uh, be specific, okay? I really struggle with general parent communication, but personal and specific parent communication is not my forte. Um, just full disclaimer, uh, parent, kids terrify me. Uh, or not kids, parents terrify me. Kids, I would much rather have a room full of ravenous children um, than have to have a meeting with a parent, okay? But that is part of my ministry. That's part of what I've signed up to do. And so um, reach out to them constantly. Be personal. Be uh, be serious, especially if a family's going through a hard time. Provide support for families, believing or not believing. Um, if their kids are at church, they want the best for their kids. And so provide support um, offer ministries in your church um, to help families. We have a ministry called Soul Care where it's basically biblical counseling and, and helping families walk through things like that. We have divorce care uh, and divorce care for kids, which just walks families and kids through divorce and the emotions that those are feeling. Um, but, but really engage them and be the church for the whole family, okay? We are the church, um, and, and sometimes we, we, we get hyper-focused on a bunch of stuff, and we're really talking about that next week, but we are the church, and so we're called to love, and we're called to serve, and we're called to give, and that applies to our parents especially, because when a parent is ministered to, and they're able to minister to their kids, it makes all the difference. So, that is all I've got for you guys. Next week, like I said, I will be recording live at Kidman Megacon. We're going to be talking about bringing faith into your families and the mentalities that hinder us from that, okay? It's going to be another chapter from partnering with parents on um, in youth ministry, and so I'm really excited. Um, this is where I really get hung up on, you know, some of these these hang-ups and these, these speed bumps, road bumps, whatever you want to call them. So, um... Yeah, I'm excited about that next week, and I cannot wait to be recording at MegaCon, guys. I hope you guys are going to be there, and with that, I'm going to see you guys later. Hopefully, I'll have a nugget for you Monday, and if not, I will see you guys Thursday. Peace.